want to hear about it. Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast. I'm Andrew Hopple. I'm Cameron Hewitt. And you guys are listening to the number one fitness and everything else podcast in the world. Uh, Cam and I talk about a number of different things here over at the FUP guys, but as many of you know, some of you don't because you're brand new as of this episode's. Um, we also tie everything back into fitness and we kind of have fun with it. So thanks for being here and welcome to episode whatever this is. Absolutely. All right, Andrew, let's just pick up where you and I just left off. Dude, dude Andrew you, is you now know, a trashy man. You're a trashy guy. Piece of shit. Yeah, what? What needs to come back? Finger guns. Oh, my God. They you know, will, like, dude. Like, like, just rapid fire. Just like... Like, hey, how's it going? Hey, or sometimes That's, I, I even like the the stick them up. We're we just stationary. Like, hey, and you just hold them there. That just reminds me of uh, Dad at the at the barbecue. Like, hey, who let you well, in here? In here. <laughs> and they like Stay point away. to the and they point to the meat. Get over here. Stay away from my daughter. <laughs> Stay away from this guy. <laughs> Oh, here comes trouble. Oh, you Dude. know, you know, you know, blank. <laughs> Dude, you, know, your... you know, this dad. <laughs> is it, is this your way of saying to me and everyone else that Megan's pregnant and you're going to be a dad? Absolutely not. <laughs> the I mean, finger guns. Oh my God. God willing one day. But yes. first we've got, we've got quite a bit of work to do as a, Fresh. No, I'm feeling. I'm feeling young these days. I feel like I went through a period of time where 27 and 28 felt very, very old, and now hmm. it's like, yeah, to, the tide's starting to shift. You look, you look old, but um, yeah, that that I'm just kidding. You look great. You look great. No, Dude, that isn't. You know I'm with stupid you. old. Who? Jake. Jake's Jake gets so mad when I when I make fun of his eyes because he's got he's he's a tired dude he's a tired young father dude he's (laughs) Andrew he his finger guns actually are worth a damn okay his actually have a little bit of meaning so let's let's give Jake a little bit of a break here dude he's taking let's give give Jake some grace yeah yeah it's okay to have crow dude I got crow's feet I smile I squint every time I smile he um. I teased him about it so much. He started doing a skincare routine. <laughs> oh my god, dude! dude I bullied I mean, him probably... into into taking better care of his skin. Dude, way to go! You should start fat shaming him too, and maybe he'll start working out. <laughs> <laughs> you should, Andrew. I think you found your tactic for helping out Jake. Just, just grind him into nothing and make well, him pick himself back up. That's the only thing that. I mean, you and I both know that's the only way that Jake communicates well (laughs) that's true he was so i guess one thing that's funny about jake jake was one of andrew's best men and he practiced his speech in front of us and he's like guys the trick is or the the tricky thing is that i i can't make it that funny because normally when i'm funny it's me just being mean (laughs) i was like that is the that is so true if he did too many (laughs) jokes it would just it would just feel like a roast of andrew (laughs) <laughs> it's true hey that's how that's how that guy that's how he feels you know that's how he feels hey yeah. you guys might know might not know this but cam was actually not one of my best men which is surprising i don't know i don't know, I don't know why you felt the need to say that to everyone but that's okay <laughs> yeah guys well, cam cam actually didn't make the cut <laughs> <laughs> well he did but you know it was well, you just know like fun- Three best men would be just a little bit, a little bit weird, you know. I mean, you, I, I honestly would totally do something like that, though. Dude, you and I were in this. Like, guys, me and Andrew were literally in the same boat. Like, I had two best men, and if I could have three, Andrew would be the third. And like, that's it's like the exact same situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually care about titles, so it doesn't really matter to me. That's Cam good. knows that I, I love kiss and hug him, okay, as much as anybody uh, else. So, <laughs> yeah, get in line. Well, Andrew, can you tell me more about your new favorite show, Milf Manor? I've okay, never heard so, of this show because me and Abby only watch <laughs> educational PBS television. The we, more you, we only we, have, we're top donors, top donors. We, we only have public TV. No, so I saw I saw a couple episodes of this. I'm a big I'm a big fan of trash TV for some reason. I love just shitty bad TV, and. 
it's it's like it, it seems like these big TV networks are just trying to just push the envelope so hard, and then it's just always the same narrative every time. But for some reason, I'm like, oh man, this is too good. It's like a, it's like a car wreck. You just can't look away. So in <laughs> in this show, get this. This is the premise. This is nuts. They I don't know if the, like how realistic this is, but they invite all these moms or all these like older women who have kids and grown kids and they want to like meet and date younger men, right? Yeah. And so it's like one of those dating shows. Get this. All the guys who show up are the kids, are like the young the young men of the of the same women that are there. So they're all just like they all like go on dates with each other's moms. It's just so it's like the stupidest shit. It's it's horrible. It's so bad. Dude, what kind of person do like I'm like at a loss for words. What kind of person do you and your mom both have to be to be like, okay, mom, here's the thing. You want to date someone that's my age. I want to date someone that's your age. Obviously, we can't date each other. Let's go on <laughs> national television. And like, what? I That's just so bizarre, dude. Is I know. I, the, the psychology behind that is freaking incredible. Like, if you could try to pick apart what's going on in both of those situations, exactly like you pointed out, for both of those people to want the same thing, technically the opposite thing, I don't even know. I don't even know how to where to start with that. But that's why it's like a car wreck. It's like, what is going on? Like, how do you how do you get in this scenario? I hope they I hope they find love. Is it is the goal to like is the goal kind of like the bachelor, like, hey, we're here to find love, or is it like Dude. I just want to sleep with a milf or whatever. You know what? I truly believe, wholeheartedly believe, that the network. I think it's like Discovery or something. If if it's not Discovery, I'm so I'm so sorry. Yeah, Discovery. What? <laughs> Discovery. Whatever. Disney Channel. I, I yeah. hope. I believe, dude, that they were like, let's pitch this and just see if we could get this passed, and just see how crazy this could be. And then they've planned like nothing for the show. And it's just, it's just all these 40 to 65 year old women getting drunk every day. And then these young men who are just like filled up like 20 to 28 filled with testosterone. They're all just like the young men are like being catty with each other. And the old women are being catty with each other. It's just <laughs> weird. It's just so, and then they're like going on dates and they're like, I'm going to sleep with your son. And like, <laughs> It's so it's that's so like, weird, dude. That's such I like have, all the weird power moves that would be made. Like, if you don't do this, I'm I'm gonna sleep with your son. Like, dude, every every single every single episode that I've seen so far, I've only seen a couple, but it was um so every, like out of two episodes, it was like a joke about multiple times about somebody being the other person's stepdad or something like that. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's a good I'm gonna point. Be, I'm going to be your stepdad. <laughs> it's just, it's so, oh man. Dude, I, that's, that's really weird that everyone could just do the same exact insults. Cause like, if you're like in high school or something or like whatever, and there's like a douchey kid, like, dude, I'm going to like sleep with your mom. You're like, Hey, don't say that. But like when you're on a TV show where everyone is trying to do that, it's like, yeah, dude, that's kind of why we're all here. You know, it's not even an insult. It's just like, yep, that's that's the goal of the show. This is this is like the purest form. I am definitely watching the show the, today. <laughs> it's the purest form of the degradation of our culture. Dude, so, okay. Speaking of trash TV, Andrew, I want to make this is one of the best points I think I've ever made about a TV show. Have you ever seen Love is Blind? A big premise here. Yes, I have. That's another trash TV that I love. Yeah, so Abby Abby watched it all the way through. Um, when she was like, work, she'll just like put something on when she's working from home. So she'd put on like Love Is Blind, and uh, so I, I'd like watch a couple episodes. Andrew, I gotta say that that show is like so hypocritical. It's like Love Is Blind. No one on that show is ugly. 
can you imagine they just like dude that they should like okay guys i'm not trying to be like offensive or whatever but like they should put some less attractive people you know may, you know just i think we all know whatever that means to you um but like a killer personality like a great person but they're just not that good looking then dude, you would somebody, really see if like one is blind no, we're no, you and I are average. Like we are some normal looking guys, dude. I'm talking so. like Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Imagine this, Andrew. You're on the other side of that wall and you are just clicking with someone. Right? It's just vibing. And then it turns out they're also very attractive. You're like, oh, no doubt in my mind. No doubt. You know, no but, doubt. but dude, if they walk out and they're like like not good looking, then you're like uh is love blind that's a show and also one more th- one more point that I, I have to make about the show they should put in some blind people they should add some blind folk dude <laughs> i'm just saying I, I don't work for discovery or pbs or whoever does these shows <laughs> pbs is not too love it as far <laughs> v- it's a netflix v- show vh1 a and e what is this, 1985? Are you like <laughs> the, only, the only networks that create shows are cable television and PBS? <laughs> Isn't that a good point, though? Shouldn't they put in some less attractive people? Or, do, or you think, know, Andrew, good everybody point. everybody should be blind. No, <laughs> even just some normal-looking people. What if What if they um... – <laughs> okay, that's that's like the new thing is have, have every single type of dating – and hookup TV show, like whatever yeah. it is, if it has its own spin or angle on it, people are going to watch and they're going to be interested. They have like that neuro diversity, like people who have autism dating show. Oh, love dude. That show is amazing. Yeah. It's really it is interesting. The, it is the most like heartwarming and also like, it's a pretty funny show too. Honestly, uh, that's a good one. Put me on the panel to help create and pitch, or pitch and create these types of shows. I would have, I would have us doing a deaf dating. I would have us doing a a homeless dating. Unhomeless. Home. Okay. I honestly, would have us dude, doing. Homeless would work. People would watch no, that. No, they'd just be like, "I'm gonna shoot up. You want to hang out?" Um. <laughs> yeah, that's how a love, and that's how I met your father. <laughs> what what would be another really good one? It would be I got one. I got one. What? I got one. You call it like you call it like AI or person. So what you do is you essentially it's a way to see how easily people can get like catfish or whatever. So Cat GPG. <laughs> so in <laughs> instead of um instead of like having the wall and just talking over the wall, it has to be all over like an like a messaging platform. Okay, but the, but you can like send like selfies or whatever, and you have to figure out: Are you talking to AI? But you but you let them go, <laughs> but you like, <laughs> but you let them go long enough, so like they actually kind of like fall in love. No, and, this is like then, borderline unethical because then like then these people the end, fall in love with these people that don't exist, and then it shatters them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they sign a they sign a waiver. They do they do the big the big release, and then. It's just a computer. Like, like you know, you know, you know how um, in Love Is Blind they do the wedding or whatever. So you do that same setup. The the guy is turned away, and then they just roll. They just roll a computer or like the woman of his dreams down the aisle. Sarah Sarah is so excited to finally meet Richard. Richard is Chat GPT. <laughs> Dude, that would be. That would be an interesting. That one's gonna be like fifty years down the road. No, not even. That's gonna be like twenty twenty eight. I bet. I think you're on the right path. Dude, well, I'll tell you this, man. I'm seeing some random things about like people having girlfriends in like the metaverse and like weird like sex doll things. Like this is my girlfriend, and it's like a it's like a robot. It's like, dude, that stuff is. Once that stuff becomes affordable for the layman, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting time, Andrew. I'll tell you that. Oh man, I'm 
I'm concerned. <laughs> I think as funny as it is, Milf Manor being on television for kids to watch is probably the biggest one of the biggest issues out there now. <laughs> I mean, it's just I a think, dude. It's just a dumb sh- like. Everyone knows it's trash to you. I don't know if anyone's but that, like that would never that would never exist twenty years ago when we were growing up, Cam. Yeah, but okay, a bunch of things wouldn't have existed. Like true, I don't know. Like pot wasn't legal, and no one was. You know, it's interesting not to get like political, guys. I'm just saying this is my perspective. You never heard of anyone like being like trans or anything back then. Like how many like how many trans people did you know like growing up? Just that one in high school. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Javi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't say their name. Whatever. Doesn't matter. But so it's like, dude, there's a bunch of things back in the day, like twenty years ago, dude, when we were seven. Like, yeah. oh my god, dude. It was it was not a common thing. But it was Milf, uh, Milf Manor would not have flown when I was seven, dude. No Milf way. Milf Manor. I'm gonna, that I'm gonna was, watch. Um, me and Abby are gonna watch that, dude. We're, we, we like a little bit of trash TV every now and again. It's, it's not something that that I'm excited about. You know what I mean? But it is, it is interesting. I just, I hope. I don't know because <laughs> nothing, nothing just stays in America. Everything. I don't know if anywhere else even, but everything has to progress. And I'm like, well, what's the next step? What's, what's the next thing? It's like, and if if you you flipped it, if you did the opposite, the the TV show where a bunch of 40, 45 to 65 year old men with a bunch of 20 year old girls, that would never happen. No, never. Well, hang on, hang on. Andrew, thought experiment. Guys, let me know what you think about this. You have to make the guys older than, than the MILFs. They need to be. Hear me out. Hear me out. They need to be 70 to 80 as opposed to 40 to 50. And they need to be insanely rich. And then you bring in the 23 to 28 year olds and you see what happens. He's got that distinctly but, oh, old man voice. He's like, I'm oh, looking for love. For Israel. Oh, but, but Andrew, 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 half of them have no money. So that's the twist. At the end, at the altar... They also show the bank account, and he's either yo billionaire or broke. <laughs> they show the bank account, dude. This is like this is like where you could, um, you and I. That's a show. Could do a, we could do a crowdfund, and we could produce this. We just need to find some eighty-year-old dude. Going back to your homeless, we thing. produce it, we write it, produce it, and shoot it, and then we sell it to Netflix, and we say, "Hey, dude. this is what we got." Andrew, you that want might it? Be, it's that yours, is... and we can do season two. <laughs> Dude, that's a good way to like suss out some of these ladies. Because you know, you always see like a young, attractive woman with an older man. First thought is what he's got a ton of money. They're like, oh no, I'm God. not here for the money. It's like, no, all first the off, interviews would be like, I think, I think Jerry does have quite a bit of cash, but I'm just not sure. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't really worry about. It. But like he said, he's been in he's been in the cannabis business for twenty years. I'm not entirely sure if that's possible. But <laughs> but do you think about this? I I don't get upset when when I see a couple that's like that because think about this, dude. It's a lonelier old man. Okay, he gets to hang out with a young, lively, beautiful woman. Gets, gets to hang out, hang out, right? And. That woman, you know, from her perspective, she's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give this guy like five to 10 years of my youth and then I'll get paid out for it. And no, seriously though, it's like, dude, they both know what's going on, Andrew. They both know what's going on. Like they know the deal. So good, good for both of them, you know? Right. Andrew, good for both of them, please. I Agree. I, I guess so. I don't, I don't know if I want to agree to this. All right, well, I think it, I would got, be, I got... it would be fun to what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think it would be fun to to crowdfund something like this and then give give the the donate the the donors sneak peeks and extra highlights and insights. <laughs> and then Oh uh, and then pr- yeah, like a paywall. It. Yeah, produce it and then um <laughs> it's, like, it's such a shitty 
Ugh. You like setting these scenarios up, though. These scenarios would not exist without you, and I wouldn't want that type of weight on my head. <laughs> All right, Andrew, I got one more question for you. And guys, this is this is one of my favorite questions to ask people. Andrew, if you could live forever, okay, there's one thing, and you get to pick it, one thing that will kill you. And you have to intentionally do it. So like in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have to eat a marshmallow, but I also have to have the intention like, hey, this marshmallow is going to kill me. Otherwise, you're going to live forever. You're going to maintain like decent health. Like you're not going to look like you're 900, you know, let, let to be fair, let's just say you kind of look like your 30s to 40s, whatever, average adult good health as long as you take care of yourself, that sort of thing, you know, whatever. How long are you letting yourself live before you eat your marshmallow? What happens after I eat the marshmallow? You die. You just die. You just die. So like whenever whenever you're bored with being alive, you you decide when you die. And you have Dude, good that's health. Such a, that's such a deep philosophical question. I don't I don't know what I would want to do there. In in that's like, could you still get killed in any other way? So if you get if you get like shot, you'll like feel pain. It it won't kill you. You you can't die unless you purposefully choose to do so. Um, I don't know. I think I would. Uh, I think I. No no no. Okay, human nature would simply just force you to be around as long as you can especially for i don't know you'd, you'd like desire power and this would corrupt you and then you would you would live for hundreds of years and become a tyrant 100 percent, because you would be so di- like human life would become so min- minuscule to you at that point because you've been around for hundreds of years and you just disregard people who live for 30 to 80 years what would be your minimum, like minimum, how long you live in? Cause you, you got to think, I don't know. The, the power is not guaranteed. The power is not guaranteed. And also there is going to be boredom. Dude, if I'm, and if I'm living for over a hundred years, if I'm living for longer than other people, I, I, I live as long as I want and I am who I am. I'm going to have power. Come on. That's, that's not even a question. You know, you know, I'm going to be hell bent on making that happen. I, I'd be, I'd be afraid of that. That would be, that'd be corrupting. That would be totally corrupting. What's the, minimum? I don't know if I'd want that. I don't know if I'd want that. I'd want a, no, a normal you, no, life. You just, no, you just have it. You just have it. You have it. What are you going to do? Are you going to die when all your family's dead? I don't know if I could live past my grandkids. Cause then you just like, would you have more families? Dude? Yeah. You and Megan are married. Megan. We'll have her normal life. You guys will have kids. Oof. You're you're the only one. Dude, that... imagine how much pain you go through. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm at, imagine how much time you have to get over it. <laughs> see, what? see, then you just become so callous. That's what I'm saying. No, no, you you just you learn how to how to grieve. Cam, okay, imagine you're 300 years in. You've had yeah. six families. Blessed. <laughs> at this what, what point, a Cam, at <laughs> what a blessing. At this point, you're like, they come and they go. Like your kid, your kid dies in a car crash 300 years from now. You'd be like, what am I to do? <laughs> what am I? No, no, you because st- you still you still love them. Yeah, but you're, you're like, I've had I've had 40 kids, and I have 800 grandkids, and. 2000 great grandkids populate the earth. Here's so here's the thing. If you ask a unmarried person, this question, I think it's different. If I got that situation and I was not married, I don't know if I'd get married because of that reason. You could become a lone ranger. Andrew, I'm going to need you to answer the question, dude. What's the minimum? You're skirting I around think. this like a politician. Hey, great question. That's an important question. But what about this? And I think what's maybe your minimum? I would do minimum. My minimum, I would do 100 years. That's fair because that's a cool little milestone. Yeah. 
what what about realistically? What, what do you think you'd actually do? Thousands of years. <laughs> you just wander and, the earth, dude. You could learn. You could learn everything. You just everything. be. You'd be so tortured though, because everybody would be so young and naive in your comparison. That's true, dude. Every girl. Sorry, young woman that I've asked this question to, every single one of them has said they would live a completely normal life or like when their family dies, they would they would die. Hmm. Every guy I've asked, except for one, has said, oh, dude, like minimum, like 300 years. You're calling me a girl? No, I'm not. No. Well, I guess so. Yeah. But you think about all the things you could learn. Think about how strong you'd get. Think about like you would literally be, dude, like thousands of years down the line, you you would be by far the number one historian. Like, hey, dipshits, I was there. Yeah, but all right, just because you're alive doesn't mean that you have like what if you get captured? What if somebody abuses your power and they 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 literally imprison you and you can't die? And you're just a commodity. Oh, monetize it, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Because no. you are like no, one of the most powerful things in the world at that point. And then not, in that scenario. Really? How so though? All you do is just, you just can't die. It's not like you have, it's not like you have like superpowers. You would probably have a wealth of knowledge and never die. You're telling me that people and other powers that be would not want to control worlds of the government or governments of the world, a person who can't die, who's been around for hundreds of years. Yeah, but what would they do with you? They wouldn't have, they, they have no use for you unless they like extracted your DNA and made soldiers out of it or something or like, oh, you don't have to tell anyone. Well, hmm, what's the point of doing it if you're not going to tell anyone? All right, I want to. I want to talk I about. <laughs> what, well, what did, what would you choose? Minimum, I'm going 300 years. Minimum. Twenty. I would. Twenty two, ninety four, twenty two, ninety five. Dude, there's so many things to try and learn and do. You would, no doubt, undoubtedly, become one of the richest people in the world. At some point, oh, you for sure. You you could literally make like fifty grand a year, fifty to eighty grand a year, and just through the, like all the time, you would become one of the richest people in the world at some point. Absolutely. I mean, in this scenario, like twenty, like what do the twenty two hundreds look like? Dude, imagine the S and P five hundred. The S and P five hundred. Imagine this, dude. <laughs> In in two two thousand two hundred twenty two whatever, eight percent on average a year, dude. You're making big zero chance, zero chance that the USA as we know it exists in twenty two hundred in the year twenty two hundred. Dude, when I drive down the streets of Palatine, you know what I think about? What you want to know? You want to know what goes through my head, Andrew? I literally have thought about this a few times as I'm driving. It switches to an apocalyptic scene, and I just think, I just think to myself, Cam, I, I'm not kidding. I've actually done this. I think to myself, Cam, the Roman Empire was too big to fail, and they were around longer than we have been so far. It's never too late to fall. And that's on my way to Jewel. <laughs> That's me. That's me on my way to go pick up brats from Jewel. <laughs> Back in 2018, but it's true, dude. This country is not might be most powerful, but it it's not invincible. No, absolutely not. Yeah, definitely, definitely in 200 years. I don't know if the USA has its current current existence. Big roll of the dice. Big roll of the dice. That's the spooky stuff. That's the spooky stuff. We want to talk about that by the end of our lifetime. What is the world going to look like? It's going to be, oh, dude. I hope by the end of our lifetime, they do find a way to help me live uh, forever. I would love that, dude. Or like download my consciousness into a computer or something. 
I would love chance. that. Oh, really? Zero percent chance. I'd say like 50 50 for me. No, I don't want to be. I don't, I don't want to be the guinea pig though. Jeez. Oh, I want in Jake scenario, to be the guinea pig. <laughs> in that scenario, God willing, we we're we're at the end of our lives in 2070, 2080. Damn. Yeah, you're gonna die one day, dude. You're gonna die one day and be gone forever. Get reincarnated <laughs> as a cockroach. Hey, all well, right, fit, fitness question for you, Andrew. Fitness question. Fitness, fitness, fitness. You ready? What did you want to talk about today? I've got my what? agendas. Well, I want to pick your brain about something. All right. Well, what did you want to talk about? Now, now I feel bad. I feel like I oopsied you. No, please you. I feel like I oopsied you. Got a new client. He's an older gentleman. First off, he had a rip-roaring joke. He's like, Cam, I just turned 69 years old. I want to, I just want to make sure that I, you know, I want to, I want to start lifting weights. I want to, I want to maintain strength as I get older, bone density. You know, he does a, he does a lot. He's active. He walks a bunch. He swims a few times a week. I'm like, dude, that's fantastic exercise. So it's great. You're staying active. That's good. He's like, you know, I just want a little more upper body strength because getting out of the pool, he said it was difficult for him. And he's like, I hated that. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I don't blame you. That would suck. So I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, like as you know, getting closer to your seventies, like that's really important. He's like, he's like, Cam, Cam, let me stop you right there. I like to say that I'm in my sixties. Like, okay, buddy. <laughs> Sounds like you, Andrew. Like I'm in my twenties. I'm not 30 yet. Um, <laughs> but anyways, he's the first like person of that age that I've trained. And it's been really interesting. I've only met with him a couple times. But, you know, last episode we were talking about good trainers are creative enough to work around certain things, right? And so, you know, someone who's almost 70 does not move like someone who's in their 30s and 40s if they haven't been keeping up with exercise and, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I guess what are some things that you might be looking for providing, you know, you have an older client and I mean, I mean we're talking seniors, right? I mean, we're talking like seventies. I mean, what are you doing? What, what are some of the things you're looking for <clears throat> with someone of that age? Um, it's a good question. I think the the number one thing that I focus on is sustainable stimulation. We don't want anything crazy. We want to see what his range of motion is, what it looks like, what his recovery looks like. And then we want to improve those things, right? Mm -hmm. In this scenario, it does not matter. I, I'd say, I'd say scrap the idea of this is what a good training program looks like, if that makes sense. We need to, we need to release expectations of, oh, this is what we should be doing inside of a training program, you know? Does that make sense? Go, go into that a little bit more. Do you mean compare, compare to what your average Joe and Jane is doing? Yes. Like uh, a, a novice trainer would be like, oh, well, let's say his name is Fred. Fred needs to be squatting. He needs to be doing some type of deadlift movement, some type of, it's just, it's not true. What we need to do is we need to evaluate where Fred is at right now. And then we need to build a program around specific tangible improvements initially. So if it's, let's say, are you training him twice a week or so? Yes. Two, yeah, twice a week. What I would do if he's pretty darn beginner, right? Yeah, I would say compared to like a 69-year-old who's never worked out, he's he's far ahead of them. But as far as cool. weight weight training, he's pretty new. Cool. What I would do in that scenario, I would I would literally take the same workout and I would have him do it twice a week with me for like 6 weeks. <laughs> and that's it. it. Because because what we need especially at that age range if we aren't referenced very well with what weight training looks like, um, athletic movement, whatever range of motion stuff, we need consistency and we need to see tangible progress because that helps him mentally. It also helps him learn and practice new movements and build those 
um, neuro pathways to those those muscle systems, right? So that mm-hmm. he can build that frequency of the pattern. Hmm. If we're constant, even if we're doing like in that scenario, I would be wary to do two different types of workouts because you're not hitting enough frequency to build that faster. Imagine if you do this program for even, let's say four weeks, mm-hmm. that's eight times of doing the same stuff or it's four. Hmm. That's, that's neither one of those is very, very long. Like imagine you've never squat before and you have some type of squat movement you're only doing it four times, then you move to a whole nother program or, or a whole nother workout style versus mm-hmm. if you do it eight times, it's a big, big difference. And you got to keep it simple. You got to focus on muscle stimulation. We want a little bit of fatigue and we want to be consistent. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, range of motion is freaking huge in that age population as well. So if you guys are thinking about there of yourselves or your parents um, and you're like, Hey, you know, I really want to encourage my dad, or I know that my wife needs to do a little more and you're up in that age range too, and you're 50, 60s, whatever, and you need to get them into fitness or weight training, I should say, consider that it is simply about the stimulation and the recovery portion. I know I say that a lot in this scenario, it's no different. Um, what we need to do is we need to see where our weak points are. Usually at that point, if we're not taking care of ourselves very closely, we've gotten to a point where we start to see a lot of a lot of issues regarding mobility or stability or any any number of these specifics you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean one thing that i've been i i've only met him twice so far um but one of the things that like we're figuring out is how good is your balance and coordination one, just like, hey, when we're doing movements, you know, I'm not, dude, <laughs> I'm not having this guy doing single leg dumbbell deadlifts. Like, that's yeah. so unnecessary. Maybe, you know, if you got like a 30, like a 30 year old that's been like, hey, I've been lifting for a while and yada, yada, that might be more appropriate. But I'm like, dude, there's just no need for that. But then even this is where I've liked, you know, like what you just said with the the mobility and the range of motion is going going light enough that he's moving it through a full range of motion and then the, the tricky thing is like how do we do that learning the movement full range of motion but still stimulating the muscle so one thing i've been having him try cuz i do, i don't i mean we were we were doing like a basic uh seated cable row he was doing really good with it um you know he's learned it quite well so i'm like hey we're not going too heavy just go a little bit, a little bit slower on the way down. And what's interesting is, you, you know, like when you do like a new, a new lift or like when you first started off, you, you shake a little bit. So sure. like, I'll have him bring it back. I'll have him just hold it just for a second one. So he knows, okay, this is me squeezing my shoulder blades, you know, whatever. Again, it's a lighter weight. Try to make it a little bit harder for him. He, he gets like the, the shakes and, add, and dude, I'm so cautious with this guy because like, the last thing I want to do is have him somehow injure himself, not be able to work out, and then he atrophy. I mean, dude, when you're that old, you're going to atrophy quickly, just naturally. But then you get an injury and you can't be as active. That's like a recipe for disaster. So I would, in, in addition to your full range of motion and stability and mobility, I would also say like injury prevention and just becoming, I don't know how to say it's like, like durable, like making them durable or something. Just being able to like, just being able to hold weight too for a long time. Like just, I don't know. There's a lot of things. That th- it's just been interesting. I've never yeah. been with someone this old. Um, and I, I do like your idea because originally I was going to um, do a push and a pull day, but maybe, maybe I'll mess around with, Hey, we're just going to do one workout it'll be a mix of push and pull and then we're also going to do some core and he you know he uh works from home so doing a little you know he's like hey, i kind of slouch a little bit my posture's not that good so we'll do some stuff to help out with that as well but um what i would I, I think one i want to commend you for what you're doing and obviously it, it shows that you've been investing in fitness for so long you're not wet behind the ears as a trainer even though you're jumping back into fitness um mm-hmm. as a, tr- a personal trainer 
in 2022. Now, what, what I would what I would suggest is I think you have the right idea for sure is think about emotional and motivational ties. What we do as personal mm-hmm. trainers for the, for you guys who don't know, a big part of a good personal trainer's strategy or objective is to understand some emotional ties to what we're doing and try to capitalize on that stuff right away. Because when you guys feel like you're successful in some small way, very quickly, that is going to improve adherence and motivation factors tenfold versus if we're working on stuff that we think is important or we want to start slower here or there. What I want to do when I get somebody new is I want to, I want, I want them to see some type of progress right away. And then I want to make sure I want to drill it home for them mentally that they are seeing progress in this specific way so that one, they don't give up because that's helpful for me as a business, but two, because then that's going to help them and they're motivated and they're focused and they're ready to continue to do the hard stuff to see more progress. So it's a mental trick. It's a, it's a, it's a positive manipulation, if that makes sense. In this scenario, I would do the same thing. Like, let's say his, his posture is a big thing that he's self-conscious about, or he's nervous about, and he's like, Hey, it doesn't feel good, whatever. I would say, great. Every single day, I'm going to, I'm going to pound that mobility stuff. I'm going to make sure that his posture is getting a little bit better every single day and that we're sitting up a little straighter, the core is getting a little stronger, that his shoulders are coming back. So I would put upper upper back training every day mm-hmm. into what we're doing and then some mobility drills. I would help him out with that, probably do a little bit of stretching, myself assisted stretching. And then after two weeks, he's going to see great progress. And then two more weeks goes by, four weeks in total, a whole month, and he's like, who am I? This is incredible. Cam's a genius. <laughs> But that's that's true. And then and then you have rapport. And now when when you tell him four weeks in, you're like, you know what, Fred, now we're going to do X, Y and Z. And I want to see you this extra day because we're going to work on this. He's going to be like, you know what, Cam, you've got me this far. I'm all in. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And I mean, one I mean, I'm very uh, I don't know how to say this. He he literally told me he's like, Cam, I completely trust you. I'm going to do whatever you like. He's like take, take me away. Like, so he's just, he's, his motivation is high. He's, he's, he does not act like an old man, dude. He is uh great funny as and, he, and he's willing to try stuff. Like I'll be explaining something. He's like, yeah, let's just do it. Like what, like whatever. I just, I just trust you. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, fun. but um, yeah. One thing I told him, um, I, I, I would say mobility and strength I would say those are probably the top two things I would think about with an, with an elderly person, mobility and strength. Cause I mean, dude, you just atrophy so damn fast. And so yep. one thing I told him going back to what, going back to what Andrew was saying guys is um, something to motivate them in the beginning. And so I told him, I'm like, Niall, I'm, I'm, I'm writing down every, every set weight and all that stuff that he does, writing it down. I'm like, Niall, I'm doing this. So that in four weeks, we can see, like, hey, week week one for your cable row, you were doing this weight, this many reps, and you said it was a seven out of ten difficulty, whatever. Well, on this week, we're doing more weight, same reps, same. So, like, giving him that evidence, like, dude, this is working. Like, you're seeing progress. Because sometimes, like, you don't always feel progress, you know? Like, if you're getting... If you're not tracking stuff, you might not notice you're getting stronger. You're like, oh, this feels like every other weight I've been doing. You know, you're not paying attention, right? You got to right. acknowledge the progress that you're making. So I think I think another thing to consider here is let's go back to feelings um, in regards to our buddy Fred. We want him to feel more mobile. We want him to feel strong. We want him to feel good mentally. And a lot of that for men and women has to do with testosterone levels in terms of, mm-hmm. in relation to weight training. We want to manipulate his testosterone levels as fast as we can, as positively as we can. Um, a, a quick stat for you would be, you know, averages 35 to 40 years old, sometime around there, men start losing one to 3% of their, their T levels every year. Right. Oh. Um, and so by the time you're 69 years old, 
let's say, you know, he's in a good place and he started losing 1%, the low side at 40. That's 29% of his T levels are lowered. And it could be a whole lot more than that. So in this situation, doing that a little bit of heavy stimulus, something that he can manage that isn't going to put tons of burden on his joints and, and tendons at that point. Uh, I don't know what his, I haven't done obviously an evaluation with him or see where he's at for that. But um, we want to stimulate the muscles, not the joints. And so, you know, heavy ass barbell squat probably is not advantageous for us. It'd be easier to, to heavy stimulate quads through leg extension initially or, you know, leg press or something like that, but making sure that it is enough to majorly fatigue and to send blood straight into those muscles that would help improve those testosterone levels mm-hmm. on top of like, it should be the reason why I say forget of all your reference with what a good training program should look like, because in this particular situation, probably a good session, not knowing too much about Fred. Once again, I would say, Hey, let's do leg extension. Let's do a leg press. Then we're going to do some upper back work and mobility. <laughs> and then we're going to do that twice a week for eight weeks. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Super simple, super, super simple. But I know that that yeah. would get us results. Yeah. And I, like I think who, a lot who of programs, who programs a leg, like a, a leg extension into a, a reverse fly. And then like, you're like, let's call it a no. day, eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's like, it depends on the person, right? I mean, if they're, if they have no preconceived notion of what uh, resistance training should be, and they're like, dude, you're a personal trainer. I trust you. I don't think they really care what they do. I think they probably want to feel like they actually worked during the session. <clears throat> they want to know like, hey, okay, I definitely just challenged myself. Um, but then at the end of the four, six, eight weeks, if they see progress, I don't think they're going to care what they're doing. I think that a lot of people, they only care that it works and they just trust the trainer. They're like, you're my Sherpa. Lead me to the promised land of health and fitness, you know? Which, which is good because he, uh, he fell into your hands. I know that you actually give a shit and you want mm-hmm. to, to create the best program for him. And yeah, <laughs> not, not to, to hate on you guys who are, you know, newbie trainers, but if it, if it was somebody who didn't listen to this podcast and didn't get our, our wisdom and insight, and let's say they're, you know, a brand new crunch fitness, personal trainer, 23 years old, they'd probably be like, great, we got to do a push day upper body, upper body and lower body push. And then we're going to yeah. do barbell back squat. And then we're going to do deadlifts. Like, Fred, <laughs> like, Fred is Fred has to be a bodybuilder because I want to be a bodybuilder. Well, exactly. There there's no nuance in that thought process. And that's probably how most people would, would train them. And if they're even lazier, they'd be like, uh, let's do some like light, you know, pink dumbbell, eight pound rows and that's it, you know, or yeah. they, they would just be too afraid to do things instead of thinking strategically or asking questions. And so that's where you get those big box gym part-time trainers who really don't care too much. So I'm oh, yeah. super glad that he fell into your hands. <laughs> yeah. One, one thing that we, one thing that we did, um, I don't know. Oh, I haven't really shared this with you guys, but I have, dude, I am into bands like a mutta. Like a like a milf manner motherfucker. I'm so into bands right now. One this one girl that I'm helping, she calls my gym lingerie. I'm like, dude, you can't say that out loud when we're here. Like, you need to. <laughs> it's funny, but so one thing I had this what guy she do, do. She calls it she, what? She calls it gym lingerie. Why? I don't. I don't know. It's really funny when she does it though. So one thing that was really interesting is like you know there was it was during like a busy part of the day. It was like five, like five to six, right? So like a bunch of people are at the gym. Okay. And uh, and so I took one of my band. And again, guys, this is like, it's a it's a lighter band, okay? So we, and, and I've already tested this. So he's, he's good with b- being on one knee. You know, we put a pad there. He's like, yeah, this is comfortable, right? So he's not on any joints that are painful. Um, so that's like the first thing I'm checking for. I had him do a, a single arm row with the band. So obviously as he's pulling it, it's getting tighter. I'd have him hold it and just seeing like one thing I'm tracking is kind of his CNS. When you do that and the band's actively pulling you, dude, you, you shake a little bit. You could even take so, someone at your gym who's untrained, but in their thirties, you have them take a band, you have them pull it and hold it. 
dude, they're going to shake. Like bands are wicked. Or you put on a, on a bench press bar, do the first thing they're doing, that thing's moving. So it's another thing to think about. It's like, it's a great way to challenge the muscle. He goes nice and slow on the way back. It gets wicked light at the bottom. Not wicked light, it's still tension, right? So that's something that I wouldn't, if someone's like, dude, I want to, I want to just get a ton of muscle. Like I, I have another client, he has lost a hundred pounds and he wants to gain muscle like crazy. I'm awesome. probably not having him take, I'm, I'm not having him take my light orange band and doing single arm rows with a little bit of a twist. Like yeah, you can't just pigeonhole stuff. Right. So yeah. that's one thing that's kind of fun, dude. Like, oh. Maybe for like Christmas for you, I'm going to get you like a set of bands for your gym, dude. Bands are so badass. I love well, what. Them. No, I, we've got bands over here. Come on now. Oh, you do? You think, you think we, like, you think we don't got, we don't got bands. You got like the mini bands around your knees or you got like full, full Both. resistance bands. Come on now. Well, you think we're oh. a half-ass gym out here? Come on, shoot, cuh. What was it do? There we go. You think, you think I'm not fully equipping my, my, my facility members for success? I get. I guess I should have assumed considering the the level of equipment that you've been purchasing. The obsession that I have. The only thing that I think about. You're gearhead now, dude. You're you're all about the gear. Yeah, yeah brand new brand new Rogers Rogers Pendulum seated row is coming in soon. I know. I gotta make my way out there. Get a good leg session in, dude. To the Mecca. The new the new Mecca the of me- Chicago. The Mecca of the suburbs. <laughs> The Mecca of Wheaton. <laughs> the Wheaton, Wheaton, Naperville area. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, we're, yeah. Start, we're starting to pick up word of mouth, um, which is very cool to see. And, like, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So, um, looks like, yeah, my buddy Jerry's going to be working with us a little bit more now. So, Jerry's, Jerry's starting to come up. He's going to spend more time at the P10 gym, help me build this thing. And Good. Yeah, we got some, we got some other friends that are doing really well, but we're at the point where I'm like, dude, I can't continue to scale this very well on my own. So we gotta, we gotta bring everybody up too. And yeah, uh, we're looking at, dude. All right, so next door to our unit, guys. Next door to our gym, we've got this vacant nail salon, and I've got my sights set, locked in on pros nails. I wanna, I wanna take that lease. And I want to turn it into a, a biohack facility. <laughs> Real deal. Andrew's going to be doing CRISPR. He's going to be doing gene editing. And <laughs> we, got, you... we, got, we got CRISPR going on. Dude, you know, it'd be cool for your biohacking. Dude, you get like a, you get like a sauna, you get a cold plunge, a newbie. Like, dude, you get a bunch of high tech, cool. That's truly what, that's truly what I'm looking at. So we're looking at yeah. newbie um, electro stimulation ser- uh, services or or therapy, I should say. It's like prehab rehab stuff. You guys, uh, if you want more info on that stuff, you can go listen to our last episode with the Alex Apostle, who we got to have back on here soon. Yeah, uh, it's it, I forget what number it is, but it's titled the newbie, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time looking to do some probably some red light therapy stuff over there, maybe some cryo. Talking a uh, cold plunge sauna, all that good stuff, and then also a place where we can do some more consultations and more meeting, and maybe some PT over there as well. But have our sights set for sure. You know, it's a nice little mortgage that we could take out for for a build out for that. Dude, I just picture you. I picture Andrew as a raccoon and he's just got his little itty bitty grimy paws, dude. He's just staring at Pearl's nails. He's like, Ooh, let me get in there, please. And you will. That'd be really cool. Doing another build out. I mean, it's more opportunity for growth, more opportunity to service more people. And I mean, yeah, dude, that would be, yeah, that'd be great. Well, another big part is that it allows us to have more office space because we want we want to have an office. A lot of this, the big picture of this stuff, because now we're starting to, everything is starting, the dust is starting to settle for the P10 gym on like the landing phase. And now we're scaling properly. We're seeing that month over month growth. And now I'm looking and I'm trying to be like, all right, now this is going to be handled by this friend. This is going to be handled by that one. And I can take a step back and I can start to say, okay, well, 
what direction are we going to go and how are we going to provide more services for people, get them better results, and then make more money through doing so, right? And mm -hmm. trying to figure out what direction we're going to go with that, you know, where are we going to go through online and through um, trying to help the, the market abroad, whether it's across the whole country in the tri-state area or whatever, create some great training plans or packages for people to do on their own in their own state. And so now it's it's nice to be able to take a step back and say, well, let's look at the the medium to big picture things too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's awesome. But figuring this, this fitness shit out. <laughs> now I got to get, Once, I got to get ripped again because I'm, I'm tired of not being ripped. So. Yeah, dude. And well, you've built a significant amount. Of, I mean, dude, you're a big boy right now, dude. You, you died it down. You'll have, you'll have something to show. That's for sure. I've, I'm definitely the biggest I've ever been. So I'm super excited to see what yeah, we've what done. Do you, what, what are you tipping the scales at nowadays? Just 240. Oh, he thick. That, no, is, dude, that is the I, upper, that's the upper end of what you've been before. Right? No, I've, like I've 230, been, 240. I was over two, 250. Yeah. But I mean, like previously, like over the past few years, 240 has been like your general, like when you're heavy, you've been around 240. 250 was like, Two two thirty was the heaviest. Oh God! <laughs> so it's we, we put on we put on a lot of muscle, and I'm excited to see what that looks like when we're not too fluffy. But <laughs> yeah, Cam's Cam's trying to headhunt me with all this uh, all this weight training stuff, and there's no always, there's zero chance. I just I just want to bench more than you, and I'm pretty sure it's coming along quite well. No, there's no way. Cam is six inches inches shorter than me. He weighs okay. eighty pounds less than me. He only has one arm. Like <laughs> I weigh, I weigh fifty pound, fifty five pounds less. No, fifty pounds less than you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have, whatever. We'll, you have we'll, we'll have a bench off. Like one ninety five. Yeah, little little more fluffy than I'd like, but it's like I'm really not that. It's not to the point where I'm like, okay, Cam, you have to diet down. It's just like, I think back to when I was like really lean. I'm like, oh, that would be nice again. But that would, that would be retroactive or not retroactive. That would be uh, not beneficial towards my goal. Since it's, since it's for some reason, spring in Chicagoland in, in February, I've yeah. been doing some, uh, some running outside. I'm getting back into my running shape. Is I right. want to be, dude, I'm kind of craving the athletic ability that I had during the Spartan race, even though that was like death store, we were, <laughs> we were pretty freaking athletic. If you think about in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. You we were, were in the belly of the beast during that. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we were able to like do all these pull-ups, all these, uh, like monkey bars, all these grip challenges. And then like when we'd miss, we do 30 burpees, which would suck, but we would mm -hmm. be able to do it and keep running. Like, holy shit, do you think about doing that right now? Yeah, just being light on your feet and agile and all that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was nice. I'm excited yeah, to get was... back to that. Yeah, do it, dude. That'd be great. I mean, you you would if you switch your training to be like that, I mean it's almost it's almost like CrossFit esque kind of. Or it's just there's like a wide variety, heart rate is high for a long period of time. I mean, dude, you would, yeah, you'd see some results pretty quickly just because it's not really close to what you've been doing. I mean, that's just like such a different stimulus. Yeah. And I think that's a great reminder for myself, at least like there's, there's nothing that feels better than having a relatively healthy heart and lungs in relation to your body comp and your strength overall. For some reason mm -hmm. that is just like, you feel so good. If you get stupid strong and you're just, you're packing on the body fat and your cardiovascular system isn't as tuned in as it should be, you don't feel good. You don't feel, you don't feel like healthy and strong. You know, you just feel right. like you can pick up a lot of heavy shit and then you weigh a lot. And it's, or if you're, or if you're just like super cardio focused, but you're, you're feeling weak because you don't have the strength that you used to have. That's also not good. It's right you need a good pair, a good balance of these things to feel very healthy and good mentally. I think. Yeah. It just depends what you want. Some, some guys they're like, I don't care about 
how I feel from a cardiovascular standpoint. I just want to be able to pick up heavy stuff. It's like, all right, well, that's what you want. I mean, all those guys are less than it. 30 years old though. I don't know, man. You got, you got some, you got some older, you got some older power lifters. Yeah, but they care about their heart health and their lung health. <laughs> well, heart heart health and feeling like you have a cardiovascular capacity, that's pretty good. I mean, those are kind of different things, right? Like everyone should worry about their heart health, but not everyone should be like, I want to be able to run a 5K any day. You know, like, because you got those guys too. It's like- Yeah, that's different. You, you, can, you can want to just be like, yeah, I want to be strong. That's my main thing. And then also just do enough cardio to make sure that your your heart is healthy and happy and you're eating your Cheerios. Absolutely. You're eating your Cheerios. I think that's kind of a... It's good a for your cholesterol. Thing. Oh, dude, that just feels like a flat out lie. It's good for your cholesterol. Like, like it's just cereal. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was, that Lean was a meat weird... Lean fruit, my friends. Lean meat and fruit. That's all you need. And lots of trend. <laughs> <laughs> you should get on, you should get on a, uh, when you train your, when you change your training or when you're trying to lean out, dude, you should get on a, what's called a Winstrol or whatever they use to like really, like really lean out, dude. I should, I should, I should ship some, uh, some tea from overseas. Dude, you can get steroids in Oregon. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can, yeah. Cause like, so every every like drug is legal in Oregon. You oh, can get it? you can get steroids in Oregon. Yeah, they're they're trying to. We can't bring them out of the all. state. They're they're still illegal. So it's like it's like if I brought weed to like Florida, like I don't think or like Texas. It's like okay, guy, just because you're from a state, it's legal. It doesn't mean it's legal here, you know. <laughs> But yeah, so Andrew and I will be doing a trip out to the Pacific Northwest probably this summer. You know, just a little, <laughs> little vacation. The, P, the PNW. Yeah. <laughs> how how fun would that be to do a road trip? Man. Be very fun. Be very adventurous, dude. All right, Andrew, I'm going to flip it on you, dude. What do you got for the people today? What's your sage wisdom? Good question. I'd say consider what your training program is because I think you had a really good insight there, Cam. Um, one, please don't watch MILF Manor actually. Well, now let's go into the, what we I got will. For the week. I'm do good. not support, do not support that. Anyways, what I would consider is do not feel like you need to be dogmatic in your training program. Consider what you need to work on, consider training frequency and consider your recovery frequency. Put those into the equation and simply, if you don't have a program that you're following, one, if you need if you need that, go find a program. There's tons of program. We have programs. There's a million other guys and gals out there who write decent programs. Some of them write really shitty programs, but vet the person, make sure it's it's good, and either work with a trainer or go find something to follow if you don't know what to do. Or if you do feel more comfortable, write a program that's going to be designed around what you're trying to accomplish. Um, a fun one out there that I haven't done myself yet, but I know that there's a lot of positivity regarding is that uh, that knees over toes guys uh, mm. Ben Patrick? He has his his like knee health program that a lot of people really appreciate and see a lot of progress with, and that could be something that's out of the box, something different that you give a try, um, different than your standard stuff that you're doing just for major hypertrophy gains. But once again, consider what you want to accomplish and either write it yourself or go find something and. And do something out of the box because you just you don't need to get you don't need to kill yourself with a push pull legs shoulders like whatever split it's just not necessary most people need three to four days of training hard training a week period and then you need to recover perfect thoughts i mean i mean yeah dude like if you're if you are someone who's like super dogmatic you're like no knees can never go over your toes it's like well that's a big statement and Ben Patrick through his ATG program has helped many people strengthen their knees, rehab their knees. I mean, he himself, I mean, what Andrew just described, Ben Patrick did for himself. Ben Patrick was like, dude, my knees are made out of glass and he needed like a double knee replacement. And he 
started experimenting, doing some research, figuring things out. He reconstructed his own needs because he had the need. He experimented with stuff. And now he's you know, he's one of like the leading experts on knee health. So now I'm not saying like, hey, guys, you need to become the elbow guy. But if you're like, hey, ooh, you know, I got a little bit of pain in my elbow. Start looking into it. I mean, there's there's even so many physical therapists that have YouTube channels that just work on mobility and and whatever, right? So there's plenty of resources out there for you guys to tap into to, to start trying stuff that is more specific to you. Nice. Yeah, good call. Use your resources because there's never been a better time to do that, especially for all things knowledge-based health and fitness. How do you think that Cam and I become not like relatively knowledgeable um, to some extent, uh, in contrast to the average average Joe in health and fitness. Dude, I've got a fire science degree. It's because this has been my obsession for a decade. And this is all I think about. It's all I, I read about. It's all I learn. And if you just put a little bit of time into something very specific for yourself, you can see a lot of knowledge progress on that beneficial to you specifically. Mm-hmm. So check that out yeah. or go find somebody who who has done the work already, pay them a little money and get that help. Mm -hmm. That's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, Do us a favor. If you guys got something out of this podcast, be sure to share it with somebody, uh, share it on your social media. If not a singular person, if somebody's asking about where you're learning, learning your stuff, what podcasts are you listening to these days, please do us a favor and tell them about the FUP because you guys are helping us grow because we are helping you get better at fitness stuff. Oh yeah. Even, even dude, even a simple repost on your story from Spotify, put it up there. Like, I don't know. That stuff means a lot and it, and it does help quite a bit and it takes you 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. It means a also, lot. also, um, I don't know if cam has taken any online peeps, but I'm taking a couple extra online peeps. If you're interested in doing some online remote training stuff and you want to be a part of the P10 gym system, I've got, Literally, my goal is like two two extra people to work with, um, with my schedule and where it's at right now. So, if you're interested in that, please give me a shout, DM, email, whatever. We can go from there. All right, guys, Perfect. have a good week. I live the life I deserve. Bless. Fuck a vacay, I feel better at work. I mean, whatever is worth, I give whatever I'm worth. Blessings on blessings on blessings. I tell the truth like, Father, forgive me, these are all my confessions.